I'm talking to you today about how to be content, choosing to be content. And we're, overall, we're talking about making choices that help us grow and become like Christ and be the person God wants us to be. Because choices are so important. They make us or break us. And it, I want to ask a question. Is it really possible to, to be content in a world like this with people around us like those that are there? Maybe you have people in your family that are constantly causing you problems, constantly. Maybe you have people at work that constantly worry you and cause you to fret and be upset. Well, I believe it is possible to be content. And the dictionary says discontent is a dislike of what one has, a desire for something different, a feeling of not being satisfied, uneasiness and restlessness. That certainly describes our time and the, the day in which we live. Paul said that he had learned, he didn't say he just automatically had it, he said he had learned to be content in whatever circumstances he was in. He learned it, and we can learn it too. God can teach it to us. Now, first of all, we have to realize contentment is a choice. That has been our whole emphasis in talking about these things. We have a choice to make. Now, that's absolutely true in the pattern of commitment. He said, I have learned. He made a choice. He made a choice to begin to learn to be content. In verse 11, he says, I have learned the idea varies from being instructed with what he thinks there is, but what God says there is. And down in verse 12, he says, I've learned the secret of being filled or going hungry, having plenty or not having enough. And he says, I can I can do it either way, and I can be content whichever way. I don't have to have certain things to be content. And I want us to see that and learn that so we can come to the place where if we have a lot, we're content. If we have a little, we're content. If everything's going perfectly, we're content. If nothing's going perfectly, we're content. You can see contentment is for those who are mature spiritually, who are willing to grow up. So we've got to learn to make certain choices to do that. And we have to peg them down and we have to act on them on a day-by-day basis. Indications are from some of uh, Paul's writings that he was not a handsome man, that he was not a man with a great body, that he was a very weak-looking, emaciated, small, physically unattractive man. But you see, Paul had dealt with that. Paul had faced up to that. Paul had recognized that is not necessary for contentment. You don't have to have the looks of a television or movie star to be content. You don't have to have the body of an athlete to be content. It's not necessary. It's not essential. But you have to to know who you are in Christ. You have to recognize certain things and make certain choices. Now, that's why Paul says, right after he talks about this, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He said, I have to choose to let God enable me to, to, to do the things and make the choices that I need to make. And as, as we do that, that does make a difference. You may wish that you looked different. You may wish that you were smarter. You may wish that you had certain other attributes in your life. You may wish certain things were true. And, and that, that all may be something that's important. But at the same time, remember that God says, None of those things are essential to be content because if you belong to Christ, if you're his child, you're a son or daughter of God, you're a saint, you're somebody really, really special. That's why David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. 
basically what he said is the Lord's my shepherd. And since that's true, I lack nothing. I have everything that I need. Tim Hansel in one of his books tells about Lee. Lee was a very special friend of his. Uh, she suffered from severe cerebral palsy and had lost her family at an early age, but she had come to know Christ and had discovered who she really was in spite of all her handicaps and all her problems. One day she said, she called Lee and said, what does it mean when, when they talk about in horse racing that a horse is handicapped? Well, he said, I don't know much about horse racing, but as far as I understand, they usually handicap the strongest horse by adding a little extra weight to him so it kind of evens things up. Oh, she said, okay. And then, and then she said, well, what does it mean when in golf they talk about a handicap? And, and he said, well, I think that the person who's the best, they, they give them extra strokes uh, that, they, that, they, that they're using. Uh, the one that's not, that is handicapped gets extra strokes. And so the other person has to overcome that. And, and, and so on, they talked about a lot of sports and a lot of the, what it meant to be handicapped. And, and then Lee said, you see, that's why God gave me such a big handicap, because I'm so special. You see, the people who are the best at golf, they're the ones that get handicapped. The horses that race the fastest are the ones that get handicapped. The bowlers that are the best get handicapped. And she said, uh, God has shown me that he's given me, because I'm special, some, some special handicaps, and that he will work through those handicaps. You see, Lee was discovering something about contentment that most of us have never discovered. Also, we must choose to be content with where we are. Now, that involves several things. First of all, that involves where we live, the place of our abode. We live in Houston, Texas. Now, we can choose to be content in Houston, or we can always be wishing that we were living in Hawaii or maybe some place where we lived before. But if we do that, we're going to be we're going to be un- we're going to be discontent all the time. We're going to be unhappy. You see, uh, I used to talk about years ago when I first moved to to Houston, heavenly, humid Houston, because I it was humid, it was hot, but it was also where God had me, and it was my place of joy and peace and purpose. And that's what we have to we have to be content with where we are. I've seen so many people through the years who wherever they were living, they hated it. I hate it here. I don't like it here. Well, of course they hate it here because they've made a choice to hate it. You know, you could live in the most beautiful place, or you could be in the Garden of Eden, and if you choose to hate it, it, you'll be miserable. Paul says, I've learned, in whatever circumstances I am, to be content. If you have to move 10 inches from where you are to be happy, you'll never be happy. Many of you are unhappy, possibly, because you don't like Houston, or you don't like the house you live in, and, but make the most of where you are. Be content with what you have and where you are in life. And that's true of positions in life, your job, your marriage, uh, whatever's going on in those relationships in your life. You can constantly be unhappy. You can look at the faults of your husband or wife uh, and always constantly pick at those. Or you can choose to be content and try to make the most of your life and make the most of the person you're with. Our contentment really becomes real when we begin to accept where we are and who we are and we begin to avoid the temptation of wishing, hoping, and regretting. We can idolize the future, which only leads to disappointment. You know, a lot of times we say, oh, out there, when this happens or that happens, we're going to really be content. No, we're not if we're not content now because we haven't changed. 
a circumstance doesn't change us, a situation doesn't change us, and marriage doesn't make us content, having kids doesn't make us content, a new job doesn't make us content. It's when we trust the Lord and walk with him. So keep that in mind today and just say, Lord, I thank you for who I am. I thank you for where I am. I thank you for uh, what's going on in my life or what I have, and I'm going to trust you to make the most of it. And if you will, you'll learn to be content. God bless you. Have a great day.